Hey Thumpers, welcome back to another episode of Hyper Heroes. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I feel like we should applaud every know, time right? now. Very exciting day, yeah. very exciting day. Two episodes in one week. Come I know, on. I know. We did a shortened episode where we talked about Vulture's article about the DC, uh, well, formerly the DC Extended Universe. The, a lot of people were very salty about the title. Was yeah. Where I put like, is the DC Extended Universe a lie? Is it a lie? That's a really clickbait title. And I'm like. That's literally what it's, we talked it's about. It's literally what... Because and then, the term is literally not factual. And we then there was people a, talking mad shit, and they didn't even watch the episode. Sure, or read the article. They're we like, they're like you guys hate the DC. I'm like, we talked nothing but good things yeah. in that last episode. Like, literally nothing but good things. Uh, we also got a couple comments like, why did you guys do two episodes, not just wait for Sunday? And I was like, we like doing this? We yeah. wanted to do another one? Like, yeah. it's fun to talk about? <laughs> exactly. It's not not only say. that, to like not put anything out and then to have to like answer a bunch of questions, questions yeah, as to yeah, why not. Yeah. Uh, it's easier to just put something out. And yeah, like, yeah. It was, I mean, we spent 40 minutes talking about that topic. So had we had that roped in with like a trailer and mm -hmm, four other topics, mm -hmm, it would have been mm -hmm, like a three-hour mm -hmm. episode. So speaking of DC, yeah. we're going to watch the Justice League trailer mm -hmm. at the end of the episode today. And I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Nope. No. I didn't even shower this morning. I just threw on a hat. <laughs> I can smell can, you from but here. I want to say this. It is like 11.30 at the time of this recording, yeah. Pacific time, mm -hmm. which means it's been out for a little while. Five hours? I don't know if... You, I'm not going to spoil it. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but already on Twitter, somebody was very excited, and I hate to call... I hate to put people's shit on blast, but I'm going to say it. Here's a new policy. Guys, don't send stuff to us until we <laughs> post about it. Yeah. Don't send... Because even if it's exciting... If it yeah. was like, oh man, I can't believe this thing I can't happened. believe right, this. Right, right. Can't wait sure. I love guys. what they did with this guy. Wait until like, we post the reaction yeah. video and then yeah. send us Yeah, I got stuff. a few of those too. I'm like, so it's like dude, I... I know you probably woke up at 6 a.m. to watch right. this. Oh, for sure. I was up at 6 a.m. and I saw the internet. And, and what, as soon and as what, 6.01 rolled yeah. around, I was like, and what people here's the link, What people say is like, well, why weren't you guys there at you know 9 a.m. to watch? And it's like, listen, we were no, not all. it was all... at 6 a.m. our time. No, yeah. 9, 9, 9 a.m. our time. No. 6 a.m. Eastern time. No, 6 a.m. our time, 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah. Reverse it. Reverse it, Hector. Yeah, that is how time works. That's how time zones work. Yeah. It's 6 when it's 9 <laughs> Yeah, 6 a.m. our time. Wow, it's been hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Man, oh, man. I was like, no, the sun rises here and sets. Yeah, and it sets over there because we're the most but important. Even then, it's like we are all not, we are not all at Adam's house right. at 6 a.m. on a Sunday. All the time. And we, I don't expect them to super be Super friends have to assemble. We have to, And I had to wait until 10 a.m. because I had to run an errand this morning, had to go to a store. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were all, yeah. you know, we're all like um, – uh, coordinating we're like okay yeah. we're gonna be at like 10 30 11 and knock this sucker out yeah. and then we have to set up and then we have a crew of one guy zach. shout out to zach shout out Eubank, to big zach, us out. big zach dog These he likes to be called big zach dog busy doing stuff so like before people are like well weren't you guys just there at 6 a.m it's like well because <laughs> because it's sunday because we were drinking <laughs> last night till yeah, midnight exactly that's why <laughs> we were out watching oh, halloween 30. yeah <laughs> um, so before yeah. we get into the episode i want to remind you that tomorrow the trailer, the final trailer for Star Wars: The Last Jedi comes out. Ooh, we're gonna final trailer? the final trailer. We're gonna, we're gonna get together. It's gonna be really late, so the trailer will probably the trailer actually probably be out. I might just hold it till Tuesday morning. We'll Ooh. see. We'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but then the tickets go on sale, so make sure you grab your tickets. And then on October twentieth, Friday, October twentieth, we're gonna be down at TwitchCon. We're gonna be having a hyperheroes oh, panel. That's right? Yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. Uh, it'll be at one o'clock at Long Beach Comic Con. It's gonna be us three, obviously, and then Cameron Rice and Emma Pfeiffer are gonna be joining mm -hmm, us. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. We're gonna be talking about whatever kind of happens that week in the world of superheroes. We're mm -hmm. gonna we have a little announcement for some for a new show that we're gonna be doing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's gonna be really exciting. So come out come out there. We're gonna be doing that at one o'clock, and then I think at five. 
30, we're going to be doing a signing at TwitchCon as well. Cool. Um, then I'll post a link <laughs> down below in the in the description for all the details. Yeah. And uh, we'll be we'll be promoting a lot socially too yeah. before uh, leading up to it. You'll know. Awesome. Just follow you the social meds and you'll know. Yeah. And if you went to TwitchCon last year in San Diego, you know I know a few people did. We got to meet some of you guys. That was a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. We had a little posse following us. Yeah, we did. We did. And like, it sucks because like I prefer it being in San Diego than Long Beach because yeah. San Diego just has kind of so much more to offer than Long Beach does. But we'll make the best of it. And uh, sorry, it'll, people. It'll who live in Long Beach, and Sorry. we're and we're mainly talking about California burritos. Let's get yeah. this straight. Yeah, yeah, that's true. San Diego has a hundred percent more California burritos to offer. We had than California Long Beach burritos does. last night when we went to go watch Halloween. Uh, at outdoor cinema, not great. Not, not I ate the whole thing, C, but C- sorry, you gotta. But you, gotta, you still you have a game up. you still have a California burrito void in your soul. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, but let's let's jump into this episode. So the first okay. thing we're going to talk about it's a little bit of a touchy subject um, regarding the Punisher and New York Comic Con. It's just a downer. Uh, man. It's a it's a and it's it's really sad. I mean, obviously everyone. All of you guys watching are obviously aware as to what happened last week uh, in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. A very sad, tragic event. Something that a very major event in in our history that took the lives of a lot of people and injured hundreds of people. A very, very sad and traumatic event. And in light of that, um, Netflix decided that they were going to pull the Punisher panel from New York Comic Con. And there was a rumor going around that they were actually going to surprise the audience with the first one or two episodes, and then at the end yeah. of it, tell everybody. Well, good news because you can now watch the series today, mm-hmm. and then Netflix was going to drop it. Now that's just mm-hmm. a rumor; that's not confirmed whether that was the truth or not. Mm-hmm. That's something that's circling around. Um, but Netflix did issue a statement prior to New York Comic Con in in, uh, in collaboration with uh, Marvel, and they said, "We are saddened, we're stunned, and saddened by this week's senseless act in Las Vegas." After careful consideration, Netflix and Marvel have decided it wouldn't be appropriate for Marvel's The Punisher to participate in New York Comic Con. Our thoughts continue to be with the victims and those affected by this tragedy. And for me, I think this is probably the smartest move to do. I know a lot of people were not upset, but I think a lot of people were like, but it's a comic book character. It is, but the Punisher being who he is, this anti-hero that's a gun-toting sort of a vigilante who kills, even though it's bad people. I think in light of what happened, Netflix and 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 Marvel did yeah. the, made the right yeah. decision to pull this from, from New York Comic Con. It's a very sensitive subject. It is. You really shouldn't touch the subject on that level right. that early on especially like, because like we did the trailer reaction yeah two, three weeks ago yeah and, like it's very violent it's very violent we saw a dude's head explode like right. it's just it's a super violent thing definitely not appropriate to come out so soon after a tragedy mm. it's just it was just a great move on netflix's part um honestly i'd be okay if they didn't even release it this month like it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be kind of a tough month to release it just because stranger things is also coming out like how are you going to work around the stranger things release when that's going to take a lot of the momentum out of anything else you put out and it looks like this punisher show is awesome so what how are you going to balance this what's 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 going to happen somebody said uh, uh a buddy of ours said like you know this is this is probably most likely the 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 smart and and more sensitive more aware thing to do but the counterpoint could be that this character is could maybe offer some catharsis for this mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of sure. for these kinds of feelings and i i feel like unfortunately with this this character is just such a landmine of different topics and how people how different yeah. groups mm-hmm. of people so feel about this this, yeah. this yeah. subject because even though we know he is coming from a place of heroism he's a hero he has good intentions in his heart he kills people without giving them a trial no due process. He decides himself. You're a drug dealer. I'm going to kill you, uh, with with ignoring 
you know, the idea that like criminals could be reformed, right. that people right. have right. different circumstances in their life to lead them to those there's no gray acts. area with right. him, yeah. no gray area. It's, and some people really love that. Yeah. But the problem is, is that, I mean, there's a reason that the Punisher first appeared in this Netflix show as an adversary for Daredevil, mm -hmm. because just thematically, that's what the Punisher, mm -hmm. I think those are the best sort of Punisher stories. And there's a reason that when he first appeared in comic books, he was a bad guy. He is a guy who operates outside of the law and has mm -hmm. access to a lot of powerful guns. And mm -hmm. he has tra training. And training. So yeah. this is not, this is never an easy, with the way that things are in the country right now. And, and unfortunately, a thought I had is like, and this is really messed up. We were talking about this last night. I thought I had is like, well, when are, can you ever release that show? Because mass shootings happen so often in the United States. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When can you ever comfortably release? It's the same as when people say, well, now's not the time to talk about gun violence. Mm -hmm. It's like there will never be a time yeah. because mm -hmm. this is Have going to, to continue it. happening right, until right. until people feel differently and until lobbying groups like the NRA have less power. Then mm -hmm. that's when things are going to change. Mm -hmm. And it's awful. And it's one of the worst things about I think worst things about living in the United States. I've I've expressed this feeling. It's just like I feel scared every time I go to an event. Well, last night we went you to know? outdoor cinema. Yeah, we went yeah. to see Halloween, mm -hmm. and it was a it's a huge park, and it's filled yeah. with hundreds of people. And very open, very setting. open, and it's it was crazy because it wasn't until we got into the car that we all sat down, and Abby was the first person to say like how kind of uncomfortable it is to go to something mm -hmm. that's outdoor mm -hmm. and so public because. You yeah. don't really know what to expect. You hope that nothing happens. You realize how vulnerable you are. Yeah, you hope nothing happens. And it's so messed up that we yeah. feel yeah. fear fear that. Right. It's so and the probability up. is usually that like nothing will, but you can never assume mm -hmm. that nothing will. You oh, I was to, looking around. Yeah, you definitely have to kind of keep an eye on your six. And There's no place in the United States where you can be safe from something like that, from an yeah. uh, from from tragedy like that. Yeah. And uh, it sucks. And you th and you think about that stuff, and you get mad, and you're like, "Well, why aren't the laws different? What do? It's just so it's so stupid and so frustrating." But it's a thing, you know. In the past couple of days, in light of the Vegas shooting and 58 people losing their lives, and like you said, hundreds of people getting injured, people have been posting stuff like, "Look, it took years for the laws to change about tobacco." Yeah. years mm -hmm. but now you can't smoke in places right. mm -hmm. and and like very it limited. used it used to be that you could smoke everywhere Anywhere. but now it's very very limited and now after research has been allowed to take place and now and now and now but you look back to our parents generation and we can look at that and go man you guys were so stupid and they'll <laughs> right, go right, well right. it's because of lobbying groups it's right. because you know we've seen thank you for smoking mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. it's because of the the these sort of companies that placed Profit over research and awareness and mm -hmm, health and all mm -hmm, that other stuff, mm -hmm. and that's happening now. Yeah, and it's like I, people are saying it can get better. It's just going to take a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is unfortunate because, you know, you look at the statistics of how many times it happens in this country, and you would think by now, it they would just really be like, we have to. And <clears throat> we talked yeah. about last night. You're never going to 100 get rid of mass shootings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, never. Yeah, it's it's going to happen at one point or another, but. To be able to greatly reduce it is a huge victory, mm -hmm. and it has nothing to do right. with taking people's rights away. And has, mm -hmm. it, it's it's really just having more control over how and when these sort of things happen, and being just more preventative. Yeah. And if and if we don't do that, and we kind of ignore all that, then nothing's ever going to get better. And unfortunately, all of that stuff we just talked about, the Punisher usually doesn't go into that stuff. The right. Punisher exactly. is not about preventative. Exactly. You know what right. I mean? He's not a preventative it's, superhero. It's, it's he's, a he's a reactionary superhero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He is full of vengeance mm -hmm. and anger. And yeah. again, sometimes that's the type of story that people love and want. Right. There's a reason he right. came to prominence in the 1980s. There's a lot of anger that people felt then. There's a lot of anger that people still feel today. And he means a lot to a lot of people. And that is important. But at the same time, 
it's always going to be tough to talk to discuss the Punisher. Absolutely, to be, to be absolutely. A, like to be the person who goes, it's tough too because there are people. Of course, there are people like this. To be the person that goes, I don't like superheroes, but I love the Punisher. Right. It's like, right. Well, let's unpack that. Like right. that. Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's. That's, that's something extreme. else. That's, that's something, something else. else. Yeah, you know. But um, I, I mean, you also have to think about it from the other end. Like, how many people who are affected by the Las Vegas thing don't feel like they want to be like Punisher? You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like how many? Like, if that guy would have survived, what would? What emotions are you feeling, and how bad would you want to avenge your family? You know, and yeah. that's what Punisher's doing. Yeah. And that's in in a way, I I understand what you were saying, Hector, about being cathartic for people, where it could be kind of like therapy. It's just letting mm-hmm. people kind of visualize and live out things like that might help. That yeah, character. vicariously through that yeah. character, yeah. because obviously going out and killing people, even if it's in the name of vengeance, is wrong. Like but, if you're killing the people who you deem wrong. Uh, that's even, not really how the system should work. Yeah, and even though there's no gray offered really to this black and white scenario of good guys, bad guys, good guys, bad guys in the first Iron Man movie. Right. There's him. There's terrorism. Yeah. And how cathartic was it to see Tony Stark watching the news? We were all watching the news every right, single right, day. Right. Right. For him to just get so pissed, working on a suit, he flies over there and literally kills terrorists and yeah. comes back. Yeah. That felt great to see. Yeah. That. But yeah. that's also you watch that sequence and you go, well, again, there's no. There's no black and white offered to there's right. no trials exactly. offered to there's yeah. there's no there, it's him taking the law into his own. Right. Head. And then you also have For to think about what you're condoning. You're condoning murder of yep. people who haven't necessarily been charged or you don't even know if they're guilty of anything. But like, if but if but if people are war criminals and right. are, you know, then exactly. you're like then of course then exactly. it's a PG thirteen movie but and that's it's, not your call. <laughs> like I know. It's, Oh, I feel like we can talk about this forever. So before yeah. we get too deep, let's move <laughs> yeah. on to the next subject. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the only thing that I want to kind of like end on is there's also a lot of rumors that the show could possibly premiere on Veterans Day, which I believe is on November 11th. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if that's a more appropriate day. If you were going to hold it. In some ways it is. In, in some, some ways, ways it's not. Exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it just, it's a tough call. And I think they're kind of in a tough position. And some people yeah. are saying maybe they should just hold it till next year. And if they do, I'm not going to be upset about it. I totally nah. understand why they would yeah. hold it for, for a few more months until things are kind of... Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote back to normal," but mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a really tough position. It sucks, man. Yeah. Um, let's move over to Gambit, the movie that'll never get made. <laughs> All right. Um, I jokingly t- said that this was uh, 20th Century Fox's Flash. Keeps rotating uh-huh. through directors, mm-hmm. sure. but we have a new content, uh, a new potential candidate for this movie to direct. Gore Verbinski, mm-hmm. who did the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies, he did Rango. Uh, what was the movie that he did this year with, uh, or this year, last year with Dane DeHaan? Um, I can't remember. Oh, the name of it. Cure for Wellness. Cure for Wellness. Yeah. Um, the Lone Ranger. Did Lone that Ranger? movie flop? Because that movie it looked did. interesting. Yeah, it didn't, yeah. right. It didn't, it didn't do yeah. that well. Uh, yeah. I think critically and financially, yeah. I don't think it really did that well. <laughs> yeah. um, but so he's now the third director coming into this. We had Rupert Wyatt, the director of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. And Doug Lyman, who did Edge of Tomorrow, he now obviously has American Made Out. He's supposed to be doing. He was supposed to be doing Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now. Uh, he also left the project, but now we've got Gore Verbinski. How do you feel like Gore Verbinski's sort of style and aesthetic would work for this movie, or do you kind of feel like you know you don't? You're kind of at the point where you either yeah. just want this movie to be made or not be made, and kind of be done. Now with that it. I'm thinking about it, no. It doesn't make sense because Gore Verbinski, I think he's a really good director, but he also makes these very big, bombastic. When he's doing a genre movie, yeah. it's the most overblown. I'm thinking about The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger yeah, yeah. is two guys on horses. You know what I mean? It's The Lone Ranger and Tonto. It's very like 
realistic, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he found a way to piratize that film. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, it's like two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's this crazy huge action CG train sequence, mm-hmm. which is very impressive. But it's definitely it's a difference between like Wild Wild West, the TV show. This is what my dad oh, explained totally. to me as a kid. Yeah. Wild Wild West, the TV <laughs> show, which was like Western guys that had kind of some gadgets right. versus Wild Wild West, the movie. The Will like Smith Iron movie. Which was, which was the most high-tech, sci-fi, <laughs> blown-out, you know, yeah. big budget. Wasn't there a giant mechanized spider in that yes. one? Yeah. Yes. John Peters. Thanks. John Peters. You're great. <laughs> so, it's, so to me, that's what Gore Verbinski seems like. It works yeah. for pirates. It worked for pirates. Sure. I think because there's a lot of um, – mysticism and magic in the pirates of the Caribbean world. When he tried to convert that over to like the Lone Ranger and a Native American mysticism, it didn't work for me. It's it's kind of different, but maybe that's just be, I don't know. It's that's interesting to talk about those kinds of mythologies and why right. it you know it wouldn't right. work with like Tonto coming back from the dead right. in that movie versus like you know like voodoo and Caribbean mysticism yeah. and stuff. Um, so I don't, it's just, it, it Did, seems like Gambit should be like a smaller, like a, you know what I mean? Like a more intimate, like yeah. you're yeah. running around New Orleans, you're a criminal, you've got powers, but you're basically a thief. But it doesn't. Oh, he's a thief. He's a thief. He's a thief. So a you thief. said he did Rango as well, yeah. right? Yeah, that was a great movie. So on Rango. the other hand, Rango yeah. was amazing, and that was small scale, yeah. and it was little animals talk. It was like small scale physically, and also it was small scale story. But he still kind of went mm-hmm. a little bit bombastic yeah. in that one yeah. too. But I really enjoyed Rango. That being said, this movie needs to be put out of its misery. <laughs> I am not down with this movie. The more news I hear about this goddamn movie, the more I'm just like, stop. Just stop. What about any of this news leads you to believe that this is going to be a good product at this point? Just there's there's nothing. There's no good news coming out about it. You've cycled through a shit ton of directors. The actor's just like, yeah, I'll do it. That really? Like, this is Gambit. This is is a big character in the X-Men universe. Mm. We don't know how it's going to tie into anything. Like, what are you doing and who is pushing this so hard yeah. that you're trying to cycle through directors? Let me pitch Pe- something to you. Let me pitch something. Heck, what? you know you're really good at pitching stuff and you know you're probably going to convince gonna me. What if, a, a, because a I, flat tire. I agree with you guys, I agree with you, Augustine, but what if, like, the one way they could win you over is if they just had Channing Tatum cameo as Gambit in some other X Men movie. Like, do you know what I mean? And then, I, yeah. it, and then let's like, well, well, let's see what you got. Let's see, will people yes. love it or will people go? You know what? Maybe don't do a Gambit movie. Like, right. what if he shows up in New Mutants or in Deadpool okay Two or in X Force or whatever it is they're working on? I'm okay yeah. with that because yeah. we're not getting a Gambit centric movie that feels like a piece of the puzzle that just doesn't fit. It's just it, it it doesn't vibe with anything that's going on right now. It's been in in pre production purgatory for years. We've been talking about this for years. Yeah, at least a year and a half. And I now. just I'm I'm not down with this movie whatsoever. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Please stop. Just End stop. It. End it. Right. I think yeah, and I think the big thing for me is what you're saying is like how does it tie into the rest of the X Men universe? Because Gambit is very sort of part of the team. Yeah. It's a little different than Wolverine, a character who pre-X-Men had a lot of history. Right. Post-X-Men had a lot of history. Gambit is really sort of intimately tied into those characters. Deadpool is a character who they were able to really spin out into their own world. He Mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily a part of the X-Men in that sort of intimate way. Mm -hmm. You know, now they're bringing in the X-Force and they're doing other X-Men movies, New Mutants, Dark Phoenix. And I think that's the big thing to me is like, okay, if you really want me to be invested in this Gambit movie... Put him in Dark Phoenix or mm-hmm, New Mutants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even honestly, at this point, even X Force, even though it doesn't fit as much as like it would fit with the regular X Men, 
put him in something so we can kind of get a flavor of like mm-hmm. what's Channing Tatum doing with this role. And right. he is a producer on this movie, and he's right. one of the people who really is trying. Maybe he's the one continuing to push yeah, it forward. He's yeah, he's the one who's trying. And there was an <sighs> interview with him not too long ago when he was doing press for Kingsman, and he said like, "Yeah, we understand that this movie has kind of been through the trenches." And the big thing for us was like we we just don't, haven't felt like we had the right script, so we thought, well, okay, let's go back to page one. Let and wow. after and the success of Logan, and I think we talked about it on here, the success of Logan and Deadpool also really helped sort of push them in a new creative direction where they where they rated R, where they thought to themselves, yeah, we can have a lot of flexibility, but we really need to keep it simple. We need to keep it smaller and personal, and we need to not try to think of ways of making it sort of feel like it's forced out there, like we. We need this. Movie. We had to make a we gambit. Have to, that's we have to that's earn what the it feels sort of like respect. right now, know. though. Yeah, you know, know, like it's an uphill battle. Hector, your idea is perfect. Throw him in, have him spice things up because that's what he did in the X Men. Yeah, he was there to add the flavor. He was as he was the raging Cajun. That he Cajun added that Cajun right. spice yeah. to the team. You know, it's just he's a good accent character, and right now you fighting so hard to give him his own solo movie just doesn't feel right. There's it just seems, it seems like to go off of what Adam was saying a little bit he feels to us and maybe to people that don't know comic books that well or the cartoons or whatever that gambit is in is is an x-men team member but mm-hmm, even when he was mm-hmm. on the team he always did kind of feel like the outsider the outsider, outsider right, right. kind of like wolverine well the he put himself is, on the outside he because did. he didn't really want to vibe with the crew but he still yeah. did it the difference is, is that with wolverine Marvel, the comic books, the cartoon shows mm-hmm. for years have focused on this character. The movies mm-hmm. have had him as a central They just character. brought him back to life in the comics? Yeah, so yes, because he is this very important character to the Marvel Universe right. and the build-up for his backstory, his future story, everything in between has always been happening. Mm-hmm. With Gambit, that's something that's not usually happening. So like you're saying, Adam, it's an uphill battle. These guys mm-hmm. have to convince audiences that he's either worthy of his own story or that they can take that kind of focus mm-hmm. like they've had to a Wolverine style character. Yep. So yep. that's the battle because mm-hmm. he, even though he's a team guy and like you're saying, he's adding that Cajun spice, he's been like this outlier outsider exactly. figure. So it's exactly. like, okay, convince us that he's one or the other. Convince right. us that right. he's right. worthy of having his own story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then we'll be fine with seeing Channing Tatum running around throwing cards and shit. That'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I mean, if you can prove to me in a different movie that he mm-hmm. can carry his own thing, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Same. But at this point, this whole cycling through people and we don't know what and it's been in, in talks yeah. for years and it's just yeah and for me it just doesn't sit right for, for me it feels different than i feel differently towards this than i do flash because flash is so much part of a bigger universe mm-hmm. and his story is very integral to other movies and other stories and you know like his storyline could potentially affect a huge point of the mm-hmm. dc uh like movie so universe. that's why you're always asking for that flash movie to get made right but not the mm-hmm. same with gambit right, yeah right, oh yeah right, definitely. right. Because flash the, is one of the pillars the of the dc different. universe absolutely, absolutely. yeah absolutely. it's it's he's arguably one of the strongest forces in the dc universe yeah. Yeah. so the speed he, force. He, he the, the speed force encompasses everything yep. and he can change anybody's timeline at yeah. any point his mm-hmm. own his own character. the green lantern the green lanterns are huge and he can change a, a, a history point in the green yeah. lantern universe mm-hmm. so crazy. he's powerful to have that power he's, yeah is insane and i think that's what makes flash that's what makes these two what makes these two situations so different even though i made a joke about it but i think that's the key thing absolutely like the, yeah the, the key importance of the character to that universe and how he affects everybody around him. I Me- think it's like, make that Flash movie. Yeah. Gambit, I can wait. Eh. Meanwhile, Gambit can chew gum, spit it out, and have it And explode. then have it explode. Yeah, that's true. Or <laughs> that's cool uh, too, just but... don't play poker with him because yeah. he'll probably kill you. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's true. Uh, last topic that we're going to talk about before we get into this JL trailer 
some more venom ca- some more venom <gasps> casting is happening. The only downside about this <laughs> the gambit of the spider <laughs> or venom, venom, sorry, the venom verse. Sorry, no, no, no. I'm okay, saying okay. this movie is the gambit of yeah, the venom verse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, some casting. Again, it's like it's all very, very vague. We don't get a lot uh, as to like who these actors are auditioning for, who they're playing. But Jenny Slate, former cast member of SNL, she she is now in was talks dating to be Chris joining. Evans for a she while. Was, yeah. uh, did they break up? I think they, they broke they up, did, right? Did, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's in talks to be joining the Venom movie, playing she's a scientist. Great. I love her. She's great. She's great. She's fantastic. Yeah. She has that uh, snail shorts. Have you seen yeah, those? Marcel the Shell. Marcel Mar- Marcel the Shell. So great. Amazing. She's a so great good. voice yeah. actor. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And for a while too, she was supposed to be writing a Looney Tunes movie for Warner Brothers. Right. I'm so waiting for I'd that. I watched that. I'm so like, what's up with that? I totally watched that. I'm uh, down. I'm down with her. She's yeah, cool. I love her. But, but the this movie. Here's why, here's why movie. we don't. Here's why we don't oh, give a shit. So here's why we don't give a shit. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Venom. You can. T- context, you can. Venom is dope. You can Venom tell. Is dope. But you can tell this is a character who maybe doesn't need his own movie. Right. If the roles that we're casting at this point, supporting characters are scientists and we're not immediately thinking, oh, it's probably this scientist right, character right, who's right. involved with Eddie yeah. Brock Venom exactly. or Venom. Yeah. That's nope. it. that's where it stops. <laughs> it's like we're not excited. Who is Venom's greatest enemy? Carnage. That is not going to be in this movie. Spider Man. That's yeah, what man. I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's such. It, it, that, I, talk about an uphill battle. This the, is tough. People just don't understand that they balance each other out. It's like mm-hmm. Batman and the Joker. You yeah. need the Venom to balance out the Spidey. But yeah. to be fair, but to be fair, great cast in the movie Deadpool. Played, yeah, characters, played characters like Ajax. Right. Played yeah. characters like. Dish Soap was you know, one of my favorite characters. You know, Megasonic Teenage War. Characters yeah. that we didn't know and care about, really. Sure. And care about now. And yes. Still went into that movie. We're blown away. Now we love those characters. We dig those characters. Yeah. Like Blind Al was another. And these are also supporting right. characters from comic books, from Deadpool comics. That if you're a fan of Deadpool comics, you read them, you know who they are, you're excited about it. They even had yeah. Bob the Hydra agent, kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. So all of that stuff is there, but I don't think that Venom has that strong of a supporting cast no. just for himself. No. Right. And because and a lot of the, those characters come from Spider-Man's world. Yes. Right. It's like right. doing this without sort of the titular character that makes exactly. the universe work and, work. and blends yes. it and Binds it all together, so Spider-Man I, is the reason why Venom is doing what he's right. doing. <sighs> and I get I, and, and, again, it's like a great cast. You have Tom Hardy, Riz Ahmed, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Williams, and Jenny Slate, and it's like great. It's yeah, a great, Pete, cast. great actors. And I like Ruben Fleischer. You know, I know his yeah. movies have been really hit and miss. Zombieland still to me is such a standout in that genre amazing, of movie. Amazing, amazing um, movie. But yeah, it's kind of the same thing with Gambit. Is like I want to be excited for it because I think we we all obviously love the genre of movies, the superhero comic book movies. But when you put a property in front of people and you're like, oh, we're going to do this because we have this property, we own it, but we need to yeah. do something with it or we'll lose it. Because they like, want to make it rain. Can't you find a way to make these worlds kind of cohesive? And no. You don't have to put him in the in the MCU movies, but have it be all part of the same universe where if in the future they wanted to theoretically, you could bring Venom over. I'll give you an example. Imagine if they announced that they were doing a Vulture spinoff starring Michael Keaton. Yeah. Now, Vulture is not the strongest character in comic books, but just based off of Michael Keaton, Mm -hmm. what he was in that movie, you know, he's going to be in jail, his family, you know, his family moving to Oregon or whatever, like all of that is like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I would watch that movie. I would watch a movie with just the Vulture. Right. Because they put in the work. Mm Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you can you can have other characters like Scorpion and all that yes, kind of stuff. Yes, yes, But they yes. all tie into the bigger Spider-Man universe, and right. Spider-Man will then right. face those characters at some point. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the point. Like, yeah. Spider-Man is a character who triumphs over 
absolutely overcoming odds. Like he's just mm-hmm. every in, in in any sense of the word, Spider-Man should lose against foes that are so powerful. Specifically, yeah. Venom. Venom is Venom is one of my favorite villains of all time. Yeah. It's Doom, then Venom. Um, and I like him because he's such a force of nature. Like yeah. he's not he's not crazy, ridiculously powerful, but he's crazy. Mm-hmm crazy he's insane he's he'll do whatever it takes to do what he needs to do Mm -hmm. and he's also got that crazy symbiote element to it too where it adds a lot of sci-fi and a lot of a lot of different things that are cool elements that lead into the spider-man story that you're shooting yourself in the foot for not including them well and i think that's such a cool thing about that character is like you can go into sort of a sci-fi-ish territory with it yeah and that already makes you very different from right the other movies that marvel is making Absolutely. whether it's marvel studios or fox Absolutely, or whatever yeah. it's like you're going to a very sci-fi sort of realm right that i think x-men is kind of the most currently is mm-hmm. kind of the most sci-fi mm-hmm. the avengers universe is, has kind of slowly built towards being a, a little universe, bit yeah but it, it, it like that's not its purpose like right. that's not what it's trying to be like so. how cool would it be to see peter parker with a little bit of the symbiote examining it doing some work on it figuring great. out how it ticks him and ned him and ned oh, absolutely man. Absolutely, but Great. no, no, we no, don't get any of that. We don't. So we stop it with this movie. <laughs> I'm talking to you, whoever's listening. Stop it with this movie. Truly, Venom. Truly, the Gambit of the Spider Verse. The Gambit. Yeah. The Gambit. Of the truly, the Venom of the, the X Men universe. The Venom of the Venom Verse. <laughs> oh man! Now I just want to see a Gambit Venom movie team up. It's like, oh. let, you know what? You see, okay, see, point? that's interesting. Yeah. Just that put is them interesting. Together. I would watch <laughs> that. Yeah. That'd be it's super just, interesting. Oh, oh God! Man. All right. But, Without further ado, let's end this on a high note. Let's let's end this on the high note and and do the thing that you guys are actually here to see. I'm gonna move these. Yeah, please. So not in my way. All right. So time for this Justice League. Is is there anything that you're hoping to yes. see or not see? I was hoping you would ask me yeah. this. Yes. We always kind of preface our trailer reactions. Even though this. I brought this badass Star Trek Green Lantern comic book, <laughs> I just want to oh, give a shout out to Eagle Moss and their subscription service where they'll send you Star Trek comics. It's the best. Uh, <laughs> even though I have this <laughs> set up. My number one want is like villain, bad guy, threat. What's the plot? Good what's the, villain. What's the bad guy? Yeah. What's the yeah. what? Is, you know, is it just why is the Justice League uniting? Right. Yeah, let, let's see mm-hmm. some. I want to see Steppenwolf. What's it look mm-hmm. like? Does he look like that toy that is in stores right now yeah. that I could go buy if I collect all the Justice League? Because mm-hmm. I'll go mm-hmm. get it if that's what he looks like. Mm-hmm. But does he look like something different? I want to know what he looks like. <laughs> yep. You want yeah. movie accurate stuff? I yeah. do because we we've gotten very little glimpses of him in the last trailer, and I I think you know the big lesson that I think Warner Brothers learned from Batman versus Superman was. Don't show us enough, but don't show us everything. And mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, because we know the villain is Steppenwolf, but we've gotten little glimpses of him in the other trailer. I would be okay with kind of seeing a more singular shot of just what he looks like. Yeah. But I don't necessarily yeah. need to know the details of like what he's doing. But I, okay. I would like a general sense of what the story is. And yes. I think we can kind of piece it together based on sort of the other trailers and yeah. the things that we know about the movie. But it would be nice to sort of see, okay, how are we pitching this movie to audiences that makes the general audience feel like, oh, this is not an Avengers movie or this is not yeah, right. Civil yeah. War or this is not Batman versus Superman. You know, how are we sort of laying it out for audiences? Yeah. And I think also this trailer, because of the timing and when it's coming out and sort of what's happened behind the scenes with this movie, mm-hmm. are we going to see, because of Joss Whedon sort of taking over, are we going to see a lot more Joss in this? That's, is it going to feel a lot more Joss or is it just going to feel like you know, the way it's felt for the last That's year. what I'm curious about looking at. Mm-hmm. Will we yeah. notice a tonal shift? Because Z Snides is handling his own personal business. That's yeah. good. Handle that. He's not holding the reins right now. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's any type of tonal change. And then we mm-hmm. sort of have a gauge as to like, 
who's been doing what, yeah. you know? So yeah. that's what I'm going to be looking out for. Yeah. Okay. Well, without further ado, hey. here we go. Here we go. Yeah. What? Are they starting it off? Oh! oh! Wait, is this a flashback? Wait, no, Lois is at... This could be anything. Shit. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> what? what does that mean? The ring. See. Fuck yes. Superman. Violence, acts of war, and terrorism are all on the rise. I had a dream. It was the end of the world. That's definitely. Yeah. Whoa! Wow. That's some Amazon action. Something more. Something darker. We're asking people we don't know to risk their lives. Strong man as strong as alone. You ever heard that? That's not a saying. That's the opposite of what the saying is. Those colors are way different, guys. We are not enough. Wow. Oh! The world needs Superman. Sick. Yes, no. yes, please. More of that. This is why I brought you together. Right ain't over yet. My man. My man. <laughs> yes. Oh man, <laughs> that's fine. What I a love badass! Oh my god, oh, I can't man. wait for Aquaman. That's oh, it. get out of here! Shots, I'm getting goosebumps, you guys. Yeesh. No joke. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! 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 Oh, awesome! That's <laughs> a bad signal. That's your. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Signal that means we have to go now. Yeah, that's that's what that means. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this ding dong over here. <laughs> hey, shut up, stupid! Wow, I love what okay. Clark was wearing in the field at the beginning. That was just Donner. That I, was that was, was that yeah. classic. Yeah, that's yeah. like what young Flannel. Clark wears. Yeah, in, yeah. In that sequence. Mm -hmm. I, I first things first. I you know we talked when we did the first trailer reaction. We saw one little glimpse of Lois, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Lois Lane's in this movie." Yeah, yeah. yeah I right, think yeah. it was so strong to put that in the beginning of the trailer and to Agreed. show sort of what Lois's mind, her the state of her mind yeah. after losing him so yeah. unexpectedly. And it was a great emotional beat because yeah. it also went right to building the world, yes. which was without mm -hmm. Superman, crime is going up. This yes. is why we need mm -hmm. the Justice League. It's a great excuse for the Justice League to mm -hmm. form. It's a great reason for yes. the Justice League to form. It's purpose. Right, it's right. Purpose. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. great. I and, and again, like, you know, before we started this, we're talking about, you know, we want to see a little bit more of the plot. You don't get that. 
You get really. little hints we saw, of it. We saw no. more, probably the clearest shots of Steppenwolf yes. up to this point mm-hmm. when he was this big 12-foot thing slicing it. Yeah. Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman. Yeah. I'm happy to report, yeah. he looks like that toy where you build the, <laughs> the Build-A-Figure action figure. Which, okay. You know, okay. I was a little bummed that the uh-huh. Ares Build-A-Figure didn't quite look like Ares uh-huh. from Wonder uh-huh. Woman. Not. not really. It was okay. like a little bit different. Okay. But... um. So, so that looked there. It was a lot of sort of CG characters invading things. It mm-hmm. looked like Themyscira was being invaded, yeah. maybe Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it was fun, man. God, Aquaman is so awesome. fun in this. So fun. My man. Like, My that's, man. That's great. Dude. Aquaman is going to steal the show, he might. dude. Yeah. He well, might. And I, I think there have been um, some test screenings or some footage shown and stuff. And a lot of people have been pointing to specifically Flash, Flash yeah. Yeah. but also Aquaman is also another standing. And I think, yeah, because he's pulling the little John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's so. I think that's such an important thing to have when the next movie that we're getting is Aquaman. Agree. Yeah. To yeah. have that character be be one of this one of the many standouts mm-hmm. of this Aquaman. Movie. We need you to jump and kill those parademons. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. What? what? <laughs> I think At this also point we're just doing Chappelle. Not I know, doing yeah, Little John. What? Huh? I think also like something that is very apparent from going from Batman versus Superman to this movie, and this could and it could very much be also like Zack Snyder's influence and sort of the way he wanted this to go and how he wanted this movie to be, be portrayed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It feels lighter and more mm-hmm. hopeful and brighter and more colorful yeah yep. oh, like the shots like this yeah, yeah the parademons flying in so yeah, much and green I, and i do think that you know they have talked about how much that's sort of been part of the plan yeah and if that has been part of the plan then it's great to see them sort of embrace that implement not it. shy away from it and to right. really just say yes this is going to be bigger more mm-hmm. bombastic mm-hmm. but it's going to also be a lot more hopeful and heroic mm-hmm. and and fun and it's going to be really what the just sleep comics have sort of always been about right, which right. is you know, uniting a team, uh, right. a team to be sort of the ultimate defense against anything that our world has to sort of. I feel encounter. like visually, it feels less muddy yes. from the other ones that we were watching. The the previous trailers that we've seen, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think back on things that I could see very clearly, like details on right. things or mm-hmm. this feels things a that are lot as memorable. The things that stand clear. out for this me is in visually terms of, much more clear. The yes. things that stand out for me in terms of like visual clarity is that shot where like the Flash is about to touch Wonder Woman's yes. sword, yeah. like those yeah. kind of slow mo fight right, sequences right. and stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. When yeah. Wonder Woman flips that sword. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm still not sold on Cyborg though. That okay. shot where he sure. picks up sure. Aquaman in the air. Right here. That shot right there. Yeah. Look at his face. Whack. His face is whack. Yeah, so it's tough, it's, a, yeah. it's such a tough character to be able to do. And you know, and I, I know we've talked about it, about this a lot. But one of my things has always been like, I wish they would have built some sort of a practical suit that they could have then CG enhanced after yeah, the fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think that's going to be tough. And I think you know they do still have a few weeks to kind of touch up some of this stuff. <laughs> sure. And I'm sure they've actively been working on cy- yeah. like Cyborg. I'm I sure is so. one of their priorities to make it really feel. Like it works, yeah. and I and yeah. I and I and I think hopefully at when we see the final movie, mm-hmm. and we didn't get to see as much of Cyborg in this as we have in previous trailers. Yeah. But my hope is that by the time we do get to the movie, that it will feel very. If, real. I, if, I really hope so too. I'm sure that one of their visual effects goals is like if we can convince people that Cyborg is a real character in real space, yeah. then every other character will be believed. Yeah. Exactly, you know I mean? he's exactly. kind of that benchmark of like he's, he's tough. Yeah, he's a tough character Absolutely. to do. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I also. Yeah. This trailer also very sort of not a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. mostly just visual aesthetic, and I think that's sort of their way of saying 
this is kind of where we're shifting this universe and what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't think it's bad. And I think no. you definitely still see Zack Snyder's fingerprints on it. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, this mm-hmm. is still his movie. Right. Mm-hmm. He directed the majority of the movie. Uh, Joss came in and he did do some rewrites and some reshoots. I'm sure that but, most of the action stuff we saw was probably stuff that Zack Snyder already yeah. shot. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm pretty that sure. stuff looked pretty much finished and that mm-hmm. stuff takes a lot of time to do. It does. Mm-hmm. It does mm-hmm. take a lot of time. And, you know, from the things that we, that we have heard is Joss has kind of come in and mostly done things that kind of help build the relationships mm-hmm. and make them a lot stronger mm-hmm. and give mm-hmm. the characters more arcs and stuff so if that's kind of if that's really what his role has has been and fin- obviously finishing the movie and sort of making approvals on how mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff should look and feel to me as of right now this movie looks like it can be an extremely fun entertaining hopeful yeah. Yeah. but also very dramatic i mean i think right. the idea of lois lane sort of having to cope with the death of somebody that she loves that's yeah. a good emotional How does that, grounding that's yeah great emotional grounding yeah. and then seeing the return and what do what what a superman's return sort of what is the effect of that right in terms of the greater universe and, and what if he comes back like like they are saying a twisted being right you know is like gonna be that how, how is she, how is she, how's lois going to react right. to superman mm-hmm. coming back and him not being superman right not being the clark that's not she, being the oh, i really hope yeah. that i really hope that she never even has to see that and it's like right. just that the justice league is able to stop him convert him back to how he was so that the first time he sees lois it's just like a it's superman yeah it's clark. Yeah, yeah that's what i would like yeah um overall i thought it was a great trailer and i, I did see some people saying that like oh bad music choice didn't really. It's all right. It's really fine. Do anything and like to me again. It's about the it's spirit of what we can it, be heroes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. To me, it's, it's yeah. all about the spirit of what that's what it's trying to be, and it's trying to be mm-hmm. about heroism and optimism and kind of mm-hmm. standing in the face of adversity and and uniting. Like that's what the Justice League is. It's about right. uniting these members together right. to fight a common enemy. And I think. Mm-hmm. You don't at this point. You don't have to give away specific plot points because yeah, we're a month away. I'm in. Like I'm, I'm gonna in. watch it. Exactly. Yeah, I, we're already in. It's like I like, where do I yeah. buy my tickets at this point? I really Cyborg like looks this good music. Shots, yeah, yeah, he looks good in that shot. Watching an older that other now. shot wasn't good, but I really like the music choice here because it didn't feel try hard. Exactly. It didn't feel mm-hmm. like oh yeah, we're gonna write this wave of cool pop yeah, music. Yeah, it felt true. honest. It felt like oh, you found a song with lyrics that work. It's probably not the most popular song, sure. but it worked. It's not in your face and it's not try hard. Gotta mention this too. The trailer opened with Hans Zimmer score from Man, Man of Steel. Steel. That, mm-hmm. yep. that really Which slow so sort strong. of Smallville mm-hmm. theme or like yep. the calmer like Clark yep. scenes and stuff. So great because it puts you right there. It does. Yeah. It, it does. puts you right into um, it. Yeah. yeah. So sad. Oh. Great trailer. I, I, thought, I thought it was really great and I think it gave us exactly <laughs> yeah. kind of what we needed at the end. Maybe it wasn't plot heavy but maybe it's going to be a good thing when we watch that's the movie. That's good. We, go I'm, like, no, I'm we good. don't know what this is about. We know that. basics and yeah. that's kind of all we need at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm 100% in at this point. Honestly, that last trailer made me really more more excited than the other two have made me. So I'm in Justice League. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm excited, man. Um, My man. My man. So good. No, he didn't do that one, would he? Yeah. 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 Um, But guys, let us know in the comments what what you thought about this last potentially Steppenwolf. What? What? Huh? Yeah. yeah. What? 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 Steppenwolf. Huh? What? Okay. From Dark, from from Apocalypse. Huh? Huh? It's Steppenwolf. What? What? We got to stop him. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, Arthur Curry. <laughs> just yeah, cut it off before we keep going. The Guys, Aquaman. Let us know yeah. what you thought about the trailer in the comments below. Also, all the other topics that we covered. If you are new to this show, it's our weekly superhero heroic sort of show where we talk about all things related to comic books, Marvel, DC, Star Wars, anything that's related sort of into the realm of heroes. Yeah. But actor, before we go, where can everybody find you? You can find me reading this. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. Star Trek Justice League. No, Green Lantern. It's going to be awesome. Some of the members of the USS Enterprise. Get rings and it's dope. Um, wow. Find me on the internet at Hector is funny. Agustin. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you find me. L <laughs> underscore Santo Taco. You just find okay. me. At, <laughs> okay. You just find me at Adam Lavic, and also every single week we're here uh. on Hyper RPG, both on YouTube and on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Hyper RPG. Uh. Check out all the content that we're doing, and uh, we'll catch you in the next video. I just love it when Chappelle just doing this yeah. over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? What? Huh? 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 What? What? Huh? What? And then he talks all nice. He's like, yeah. "Well, do you see, my uh. name is John." Yeah. <laughs>